Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The Volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Thursday, January 11th. Wow, wow, wow. You're going to love today's podcast. Holy cow, are you going to love it? So we locked in Daniel Jeremiah, the great NFL um, analyst and draft guru. And as we're recording with him on Wednesday afternoon, my phone starts blowing up. Usually I don't look at my phone during interviews, but it just kept buzzing. And I'm like, all right, let me look. And Nick Saban has retired. And I had to get in a question to the end of the Jeremiah interview, and you'll hear it here shortly. Um, But it's always fun to hear initial fun first reactions. And uh, you'll get that from Daniel. Also, a lot of NFL draft stuff. Listen. Um, Jets fans, you know, ear Muffet, not great news. Um, otherwise, you know, team drafting in the top five, six, Jeremiah loves the top of this draft and everybody does really. I just had dropped my mock draft for Fox board. So I asked him about some of those picks, um, before we get to Daniel Jeremiah, just like quickly, a few words on Nick Saban, kind of the end of an era. It's just a college sports is going through this weird moment. There's all this realignment happening, uh, college basketball in the span of what, like two or three years, lost uh, Coach K, Jay Wright, Roy Williams. And now literally in what feels like the span of a week, college football is losing Jim Harbaugh likely to the NFL and Nick Saban, who has basically been the Bill Belichick of college football for two decades. I didn't realize the dominance. Like we know he won seven natties, but six of them came in a 17-year run. That's amazing. Six titles in 17 years. And... I know he flopped in the NFL in two years with the Dolphins. He They picked Culpepper over Drew Brees or who, what might have been for Nick Saban in the NFL, blah, blah, blah. You can go down that path. But it's, it's, a, it's a weird moment for college football. I'm going to go ahead and guess that this will be the narrative that comes out surrounding Saban's departure. Listen, man, I'm all about team. That's what I'm about. That's what I've always been about. That's what my dad taught me since he was my coach, just me pretending to be Saban. In West Virginia, I'm about the team. And hard work and all that fun, old school, those values. And the new era is all about NIL money and the individual and 
this 12-team playoff and the constant recruiting and the transfer portal, like the recruiting's out of control. You gotta, once you lock up guys now, you need to keep recruiting them so they don't leave just because they're not playing a ton, you know? It's it's insane what's happening in college football. And again, I'm not poo-pooing what's happening in college football because it's kind of sort of like good for the players. I'm happy for them. I don't love people, you know, leaving at the drop of a hat and bouncing around to three different colleges in five years. I mean, that's that can't be great. But as long as these guys are getting the free education, and they're getting to play college football. That's pretty awesome. Because let's be real. 90% of college football players, maybe higher, they're not going to get to the NFL. This is their moment in the sun. And, you know, then they got to go get a real job or, you know, work in football in some capacity. But um, Saban bounces. He leaves behind a pretty incredible legacy at Bama. Uh, he won at LSU. His coaching tree is unsurpassed in college football. Many think that somebody from that coaching tree will get the job. The early names appear to be Dan Lanning at Oregon, but he's got a $20 million buyout. I personally don't see it. I don't see it being Lanning. Um, Lanning, by the way, just landed Dylan Gabriel, um, the fantastic quarterback from where you, oh, Oklahoma. Gabriel's on his third school now. Um, and, and I, I mean, I don't see Lanning leaving now that somebody, some might say that's short-sighted. He could dominate. Uh, I do believe Dabo Sweeney will be in the mix. Um, obviously he's a guy who, uh, played at Alabama and uh, close ties, um, to the school. Um, Brian Dable was in Nick Saban's coaching tree. Sark, obviously. Jimbo Fisher, um, a name I doubt we'll hear connected with Alabama, but who knows? Who knows? Um, Mark D'Antonio, Lane Kiffin, Mario Cristobal. I mean, he, he, everybody who's a good co- coach in college football has basically been in some way or shape or form connected to Lane Kiffin. Um, I'm sorry, Nick Saban. And I think one of the most—I'll give you my favorite— Saban quote, because I was going through them. I'll give you that in a sec. But one of my favorite things about him was that he kind of looked out for guys, guys who were down on their luck, who maybe had some issues on or off the field. He would take them in, help them resuscitate their career, and they'd then go back on to coach places. It's pretty cool. He's looking out for guys. And I think the other aspect of Saban that I really love is his ability to be flexible because he's been a you know long time defensive guy and he realized I just this college football offense is moving at a pace I can't keep up with I'm falling behind let me just hand over the offensive reins to people who know offense and he you know it takes a lot to admit that like listen this is out this is not my forte I'm gonna hand it over Sark here you go Lane Kiffin do your thing on offense. And that really propelled the dynasty, the ability to change and pivot. And I've talked about like reinvention many times and uh, how it happens in music and movies. It happens in sports. It's not as often, but it does happen. And Saban's ability to do that, super impressive and what helped with his longevity. Here's my favorite Nick Saban quote, then we'll get to Daniel Jeremiah. Mediocre people hate high achievers and high achievers hate mediocre people. That's good. I like to think I'm a high achiever. <laughs> I like to think that. You can't always say that you are all the time, but anyway, if you listen to the podcast, you know me by now. Anyways, without further ado, let's get to the NFL Network great, Daniel Jeremiah. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. 
And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. So yeah, if you were taking a favorite, say, on Sunday, parlayed with another favorite, say, on Sunday, there's a real good opportunity for you to cash here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code STRAIGHTFIRE. New customers can bet just 5 bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code STRAIGHTFIRE. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-467. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy knows another guy boy do we have a special guest today my main man daniel jeremiah nfl network calls games for the chargers nfl draft guru he is a do-it-all what is up dan what's going on dude it's good to see you man yeah it's been a while i mean i figured i'd see you at the super bowl but and then i thought you know what the draft is going to be real exciting this year let me try to get him before his calendar fills up how's the new year treating you regular season over you got time with your family huh yeah, no, it's uh, it's just a bunch of this. It's like, hold on, let me see. Uh, 
It's just like a bunch of this stuff. It's just 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 watching tape and taking notes down. But that's yeah. that's my life now. Very exciting stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, but before we came, uh, before we started recording today, Pete Carroll. I don't know how are they calling it like a conscious uncoupling with uh, the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure how they're referring to it. It sounded like he wanted to come back, and now he's getting kicked upstairs. Um, what were your initial thoughts? Shocker. Well, shocked, yeah, because of the way Pete came out so strongly and said, I want to be back. And I thought, okay, with what he's done there, you know, if he's going to come out that strong, then he's clearly going to be coming back. I think, you know, he's in that type of a position there after all those years there and the success that they've had. And I thought maybe those discussions would have taken place if he was going to leave. And I really thought timing wise, this kind of made sense. I thought, man, if they don't make the playoffs, I could see Pete maybe saying, okay, my age, where this team is, it probably, let me just kind of ride off into the sunset and and kind of voluntarily walk away. But man, he went out of his way. Um, it did it in a classy way, but went out of his way to let everybody know he wanted to be back. Uh, this was not his mm-hmm. choice. This was not his call. Um, and then Seattle, uh, you know, upstairs decided they wanted to move on. So I guess surprised that the way that it happened. Um, but if you'd asked me two weeks ago, would Pete Carroll, would that time come to an end? I thought, okay, yeah, I could see that. But him and the GM have worked together forever, have they not? Yeah, John Schneider. Yeah, they've been like this. But I don't know if this is so much oh. John, if it's ownership, you know, uh, what what the deal is there. John's significantly younger. But yeah, they've, they've been very close. And I think, um, you know, I don't know how this all transpired at the end. But I would be surprised if, uh, you know, if they didn't remain uh, close because they've, man, they've been, they've been inseparable for so long. Yeah. The early speculation was Dan Quinn, kind of a safe move. They know him. Um, he got looks as the head coach the last couple off seasons. Their defense couldn't stop a nosebleed this year, despite having a lot of good talent. Um, I guess the question is, do you think that Pete Carroll looks for another gig? Some are speculating the Chargers, you know, culture builder. I, I find that hard to believe. Your thoughts on Quinn and then. Carol and the Chargers. Well, I I love Pete, and you know if the, if that line is true about age is just a number, uh, then uh, you could make the case because of what he's accomplished, culture changing. Um, obviously, there would be a very popular move in Southern California, as you know, he's very revered down here mm-hmm. for what he accomplished at USC. It just seems to me, you know, seven two years old, a Chargers team. It feels like they kind of want to, you know, they kind of want to have their guy they can build with and grow with. For, for a while, especially when you look across town and you see the youngest head coach in the National Football League, who's arguably the best coach in the National Football League with the Rams. Um, you know, I would think you'd want somebody that can be around and build for a while as Justin Herbert's really just now getting ready to enter into his prime. Yeah, by the way, uh, Charger search, uh, you know, you're connected to the team, so I'm not going to grill you about it. But the, obviously, Jim Harbaugh would be a massive coup. Um, I, I guess, you, you know. When you look at the charge, they've got Herbert, but a lot of people are saying Washington might be a better job. They have cap space. They got the number two pick. Uh, he could be close to his brother in Baltimore. I, I I get all that, and and you know he'd have high profile games with Dallas, and you know Thanksgiving, and of course the Eagles and the rivalries. I just think the Chargers with Herbert. Come on, like this is a, a slam dunk for Harbaugh. No, this is going to be a terrible analogy. It just came to me, so don't hold this against me. Okay. But it would be like a skydiver. If you go into a skydiving shop and they tell you, we've got the best shoes, we've got the best suit, uh, we've got the best goggles, that's great. Who's got the parachute? Because the quarterback is the parachute. That's (laughs) what I care about when I'm getting ready to jump out of an airplane. I can deal with some different, some maybe some knockoff shoes. Maybe the goggles aren't quite uh, Kareem worthy. Uh, I'd be okay with that. 
Yeah, yeah, certainly. I think that that's a pretty good analogy, actually. Uh, but but hey, he may have a he may be hard up for uh, certain Drake May or Jaden Daniels. We'll get to the draft in one second. I just want to ask yep. um, one question: Wild Card Weekend. Um, C.J. Stroud, it's shocking what he's done this year. I don't think anybody had him doing anything close to this, and the Houston Texans social media is like ripping media people for saying Stroud can't do anything. But like a year ago, everybody seemed to think Bryce Young, number one, C.J. Stroud is a distant two, the the L2 test, all that stuff. You know, looking back, um, your thoughts on just Young's season and, and then Stroud's? Well, yeah, they weren't even close. The only thing I would say, and and I always I, – I, I've learned to have a little thick skin as you go through life, you know, so you don't let it, people yeah. get after. How could you have this guy over that guy and all that kind of stuff? But the one thought that goes through my mind is you should have to go take a picture of your team's draft board before you make fun of the media for who uh, for who they had ranked over who. Because so many times – I mean, I, and I'm not saying this specifically about Houston, but there's so many times where I know how teams had players and how bummed they were when the player they wanted went, and then they ended up getting the Hall of Fame player who was actually their second <laughs> choice. Um, so it's – anyways, it's a hard – it's a hard – it's not a science. Let's put it yeah. that way. Um, but let's start with Bryce. Um, Bryce went into a rough situation. I, I – thought that based off the wins they had the year before after the draft, I thought, man, maybe they could be a double digit win team here. You know, they've, they've, I think they won seven or eight games the year before Sam Donald reeled off a bunch of wins towards the end of the year there in Carolina. But I did not appreciate fully the impact of DJ Moore not being there. Having him involved in that trade was brutal. Um, They had, they had no true weapons there. The offensive line completely regressed. Um, Iki Aquano had a rough year there yeah. at left tackle. He did not get better. Um, and then I almost – you had so many cooks in the kitchen. You know, it was it was billed as we have all these former quarterbacks. This is a good thing. And I, as somebody who played it at a much lower level, I, I don't know that all those different voices and strong opinions about footwork and about this, that, or the other, I, I think it was too much. And I just – even from simple things of how, how he's set up as a thrower – so most throwers, you're always going to, you know, it's kind of like old school, right? You kind of got your shoulder to the target. Your your shoulders are kind of square towards the sideline. You step and throw. Bryce Young was a face-up thrower. So in other words, his his he's parallel to the line of scrimmage, and that's how he threw. That's how he was comfortable throwing. He was very he's very effective with that. Obviously went and won a Heisman Trophy and had all the success in Alabama. That changed. Like they, they kind of changed his footwork around. And I, we start messing with that kind of stuff with the quarterback. I thought he looked uncomfortable. Uh, but if we talk about the three P's, Jay, with uh, you know play callers, playmakers, and pass protection, they're over three um, with what they gave him there in Carolina. Yeah. And he and he looked small, and he did not play well. Um, so, it, in other words, could it have gone worse? No. But it, 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 there's room. It's not like he's done. Nobody is say you can't say he's a bust. He just had a rough. No, year. there's some people that are trying to uh, you know raise that flag and wave it that did you know that never bought in on him because of the size and they're saying look you know you've seen it now look how little he is he can't play in, in this league and I'm sitting here going no mm-hmm. I think some of the similar things were said in about about Tua and it was hey you have to build a team a certain way for Tua mm-hmm. and you've seen Tua have some success now there's a little bit of a limitation there. Uh, but there's a way you've got to do it around him. He's going to need a little bit of room. Bryce Young's not going to be able to throw out of a well uh, where he can't step into throws and, and those types of things. But yeah, he's got he's he's still got a chance to to be successful in this league. But they have got to get to work, and they don't have a first round pick. Yeah, not great. And then for Stroud, uh, essentially, DJ, you know, people are now saying like I, I would take Stroud over Trevor Lawrence. Uh, you know, one one de- one year of of games for Stroud. Oh, he's better than Lawrence. And I, I don't know. It just feels a little overblown. He's been great, no doubt about it. But yeah. 
I, I don't know. Are people going overboard here or no? If if you watched both of those players play this year, you would take Stroud over Lawrence all day, every day, based off what we I mean, just the recency bias, and that's all we have to go off of with C.J. Stroud. I don't see anything fluky from him. In other words, like I don't see some guy who's just he's just running around and and kind of like helter skelter and this is feet in the ground one two three bang accurate throw this is drive throws this is layer throws this is over the top throws um making others around him better uh that's not supposed to happen with a rookie it's it's just not and you know i look i knew he was a gifted thrower i said at the combine i thought it was the best throwing session that i've ever seen at the combine not because of sheer power velocity because he made every single throw effortless feet in the ground perfectly balanced textbook release the ball spinning if you got a loft if you need loft on the throw beautiful if you needed to drive the throw he could do it over the top down the field it was just a pristine workout i just didn't think that you know we saw some of the playmaking stuff take place in the georgia game um i didn't know how you know how explosive he was or dynamic he was going to be and i thought man well that's kind of where the league's going a little bit can can he play that way at the next level turns out a he's more explosive than i gave him credit for and b it should take you three to four years to acquire the knowledge to play that fast. He did it year one. It, give him all the credit in the world. I thought it was incredible. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's dovetail perfectly into the 2024 quarterbacks. It, it's been crazy. I remember texting you, I think, like two months ago when J.J. McCarthy had a nice little run. Um, yeah. Boy, McCarthy could be the third quarterback, and you were like, well, maybe he's in the mix, you know? Uh, and the third quarterback's a tough one. Everybody has Drake, yeah. Caleb one and Drake two. Uh, I mean, I, listen, I know you haven't done all the evaluation, but yeah. at this stage, early January, uh, we got Jane Daniels, Penix, Bo Nix. Um, I suppose McCarthy. I don't know if he's officially announced, but everybody knows he's going pro. Um, where are you on the third quarterback in this draft? More work to do. Um, I've been doing. It's funny. Like today has actually been a Caleb Williams day for me. So I've been oh. going back through and watching. You know, a lot more stuff. I watched some early stuff. I did all the stuff in, at the end of the year. I always try and save quarterbacks mostly for the end of my initial Smart. process here because I want to be fresh, fresh in my mind. Um, so I can start there and we'll get to the third one. But you talk about gifted. I mean, mm -hmm. and I know like you can look at the turnover worthy plays and you can look at hero ball that he tried to do too much, you know, playing for a team that had no defense and no offensive line. And they're getting home with, with rushing three guys. He was loose with the ball. He's, you know, got it in one hand and you got some fumbles and fourth picks, but Jay, like him throwing the ball, like, man, it jumps out of his hand and he can hang on his back leg. He doesn't have to transfer his weight. If you looked at, uh, you know, the, the clock, he can throw from from every hour on the dial. It seems like it, it's unbelievable the arm angles he can he can uh, manipulate and throw the ball. So he's he's to me he's just he's a gifted gifted dude. You've got Drake there next, who's all the prototypical stuff. Jaden Daniels to me feels like the third quarterback. I have done little on him. I've seen I went and did the LSU receivers. So gosh, I saw a zillion touchdowns uh, uh, watching that those <laughs> yeah, clips. A lot alone. of bad competition, I should add. Oh yeah. yeah, but um, no, he's gifted. I'm anxious to see how big he is. I've heard conflicting things. I think he was listed at 210. I know somebody else told me there's no way he's 210 pounds. Uh, Meaning like I'm he's what 195 or something? Like lower. Like the, the at Arizona State, there were people who told you he was really light, uh, like way below that. So huh. I'm just curious to see how how big he is. I haven't seen him in person, so I'm looking forward to that. But he would be the the leader in the clubhouse to me as the three. I I really like Bo Nix as well. You know, I know mm. I'm I'm going to see him at the senior, but I want to see how strong his arm is. 
but accuracy, you know, being able to get through progressions quickly. And there's a lot of quick hitters in, in that offense, but you see him get through progressions. He can he can move around. I like the fact he's been through some adversity uh, with the time at Auburn and, and came through that. He started 61 games. I know. Yes. Is that insane? He's does he yeah. starts the senior bowl to be technically a 62nd start. Um, <laughs> so he's in that he's in that mix. JJ McCarthy, I I just haven't seen it yet. So I'll watch all the late stuff. I've watched the early stuff. I know he's, you know, he's got a pretty live arm. He's a good athlete. They don't ask a whole heck of a lot of, of him. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he's thrown for 200 yards much in the last six games. I mean, yeah. it's, just, it's hard. It's a hard. He's going to be a hard evaluation uh, if he does. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. End up declaring. Football is back. No more preseason games. The regular season is here. While we all love watching our favorite teams on television, there is nothing better than being at a game live and in person. And the best way to get tickets to any of these games is on GameTime, the fastest-growing ticketing app in the U.S. For last-minute amazing deals on tickets to see your favorite football teams this September, download GameTime. And it's not just football. GameTime has tickets to baseball games, concerts, and comedy shows across the country. Download the GameTime app and redeem code JMAC for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, download the GameTime app and enter code JMAC. That's J-M-A-C for $20 off. No matter where you live, get out and have some fun this week. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. You neglected to mention a certain lefty who was tremendous against Texas. Now, he... You know, it was kind of rattled, and it looked like he was spooked against Michigan. Didn't know where it was coming from under pressure. I mean, Michigan was getting home with four against six and seven blockers. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was crazy how good their their pass rush was. Um, I don't know. Penix is tough. My, my hot take is uh, Miami goes after Penix to replace Tua, 
uh, and they, you know, move on from Tua, and then Penix, a bigger version of Tua at like 6'3", can hit those deep throws to the outside that Tua has kind of struggled with. That's too probably incendiary for you, right? Yeah, it would be probably. I like Penix. I think Penix has got has got a chance to be a starter and be a quality player. The one concern I have, and uh, and I will go through the rest of this tape, is watching that game of the night, he couldn't layer the ball. So everything was firm and flat. And, you know, you talk about throwing seams like he threw against mm. Texas, and it's like, whoa, that ball jumps out of his hand right on you. Over the top, deep throws, he throws a beautiful deep ball. But in that game, throws that were required were the up and down throws to be able to get it up over that first level, down below that third level, and he couldn't he couldn't control it, couldn't touch it. Mm. So that to me is a little bit of a concern. More than anything else, it's just going to be the medical, you know, yeah. where, where that where that yeah, falls yeah. out. There's some teams that you know have said, look, that's not even going to be our decision. It's going to be our medical staff mm-hmm. uh, when it comes down to it. But I, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't see that as a as a great fit really for Miami where they are there. They've built they've. They've kind of painted themselves into a corner because they've constructed the entire team for Tua. Like how they play, the speed that they have, requiring quick, quick processing, getting the ball out, slant, slant, slant. Like that's that's who Tua is, and they've put that whole thing together for him. It hmm. wasn't ideally built to play in Kansas City in sub-zero uh, weather. I can tell yes, you that much. But uh, but but I don't see Penix is a he's not. They're left-handed. Uh, to me, that's where the similarities that's really end. Nothing after that. Interesting. Um, I'm curious where you are. Like. Usually, edge rushers vault to the top of the draft. I I did my mock for Fox. I think the first seven players were offensive. And I haven't really looked at the other mock drafts yet today, but it it just doesn't seem like a great, phenomenal defensive draft. Or is that just the way the league is trending where, listen, uh, no matter how good the the defense is, as we saw in the Super Bowl, great offense is going to be great defense. No, to me, it's what the supply is. And it it varies year to year. This year, it's just... It's an offensive year, you know. Uh, I like Jared Verse a lot still from Florida State. I feel yep. like some reason he's kind of fallen off the radar a little bit, but I still think he's going to, you know, he's going to chance to be a top fifteen pick. Um, you know, Dallas Turner didn't really do anything in the in the yeah. playoff game. A little disappointed with that, uh, but still, he's a, he's a talented player. Uh, the, the end from uh, UCLA Latus is got ability. We'll see him at the Senior Bowl. But to me, the defensive players in this draft. I, I love Terry and Arnold. If you're going to say what defensive player goes in the top 10, Terry and Arnold would be my pick. Um, mm. He's the best corner in the draft. He's big. He's physical. Wow. He's got ball skills. He's got production. He's supposed to be a great kid, character-wise, all that stuff. And corners are premium. So they, I think, are, I think but, we see a corner go before a pass rusher in this draft. It, now, that's, now that's a real hot take. But here's my thing. If you look at recently, I mean, since Okuda, really, it looks like teams are just – maybe the corners aren't there, but they're not taking them as high as they used to. I know, obviously, Stingley went high up and down. Stingley, sauce Gardner. Stingley, Stingley, Sauce, Sertan. Um, you had the kid in Carolina. Um, oh, gosh, why am I blanking on him? Who was a top 10 Oh, pick. Horn, Horn. He, yeah, he yeah, had J- injuries. J.C. Horn. So they're, 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 they're just a matter of if they're worthy of it. Right. Uh, okay. But if, if you're talking about the the how to frame this draft, you are going to see quarterbacks galore uh, early. You are going to see receivers, and you're going to see offensive tackles. That's the strength of this draft. And, and they're Offensive tackles, there's a boatload of them. Um, so, like a team, for example, like the Jets. Oh yeah, let's I go mean, there. You're going to what are you picking ten, right? Yeah. There's gonna be there's gonna be a tackle at ten that's infinitely better than anybody that that you're playing with. I mean, it, it's gonna be a major upgrade there. So, so I'm well. Here's the problem. So okay, let Chargers at five. You know, I don't. They don't need a left tackle, but they they could oh, look I at a. Take, 
they're going to have the we're going to have the Bengals discussion with them. The difference, remember the Bengals Penay Sewell versus Jamar Chase? Oh yeah. And all the remember the memes like, oh, if you don't have the offensive tackle, what does it matter if you have a great receiver? Well, they drafted the receiver and he took him straight to the Super Bowl. That's a good um, point. So, like, but, but do you the, think neighbors love, or or Rome is a, there? I love Adunze. I love him. He's my favorite player in the draft. Favorite? Wow. Favorite player in the draft. I guess now, he's nine. not going to be my one player, but he's going to be in my top five. Um, and he is everything. He does everything well. I gave him the same grade I gave Marvin Harrison Jr. So everybody's like, it's all, you know, Marvin Harrison. And then, you know, then you're just left with the rest. I'm like, no, uh, I think he's wow. he does some things better than Marvin does. And Marvin's a, a special elite talent. But if I'm the Chargers and I'm sitting there at five and I've got a chance to draft a right tackle, um, who will be an upgrade over Trey Pipkins for sure, but I can mm-hmm. line up and play with Trey Pipkins. I've got when healthy, he wasn't this year. I've got an all pro left tackle. Yeah. Um, and you you might lose both. They could lose both Mike and Keenan in the offseason because of the salary cap situation. Yeah. So uh, a Dunze to me is not a consolation mm. prize. Okay. So Giants at six, one of the worst offensive lines in the league. They're t- almost certainly, t- unless they go quarterback and surprise some people, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, to me, they would be the dance partner if somehow Chicago would, would shock me if they did. But if they decided to stick with Justin and they wanted to trade down, um, the Giants I could see as a very aggressive dance partner um, if they wanted to go up there and get a quarterback. But I, I don't, uh, I, I don't see that happening. So if they stand pat and where they are in the issues that they've had with Evan Neal at tackle, they could kind of oh, right or wrong there, and uh, yeah. and they could get a much better player. So it's funny you say Giants. Uh, Dayball and Caleb Williams would be f- nasty. Um, they, they the Bears fired Luke Getze and. You know, listen, it's not really out there, but surely people are going to talk about it. Well, you know, they checked in with Caleb and he's not that interested in Luke Getze's offense. Uh, I don't know. Is that the kind of thing, you know, you think? I don't, I don't is, think so. I, okay. I don't think that would happen. I don't think he would wield that type of power. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, if Caleb Williams is gets picked, he's going there. Like, he's not going to be able to fight his way out. That's not yep. happening. So the organization has got to decide. They have to decide, is it Fields or, or you know, Caleb? That's, and then cool. they have to decide who they want to put around them to help them mm-hmm. be successful. So uh, uh, it's, it's going to be a fun one. The other team looking at a tackle ahead of the Jets is Tennessee, Daniel. Um, yeah. You know, like oh, they had. Bad. I saw that offensive lineup close in personal. Horrendous. They now, they, they got a lot of flux with Vrabel um, getting canned, which was a shocking, uh, Will Levis at quarterback. I don't know. They, I'm assuming tackle, but you possibly giants, Titans go tackle. I'm assuming Falcons will go for a quarterback. They draft the defensive player. No, they only take uh, offensive guys in the uh, first round. Uh, Kyle Skill Pitts players. and Bijan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bears. I, I, I had them going a Dunze at nine, but it doesn't he sound gets like to nine. That is you're stealing. If he gets to nine, that's wow. why I'm telling you that. I think that like Tyrion Arnold is a name. I would, just file that okay, one away. Okay, all right. I, yeah. yeah. I said it last year with Witherspoon. I came out in a mock draft and had Witherspoon going in the top 10. Everybody thought he was a little corner. He's going to go in the 20s. There's no chance. Um, Where do you end up? Was he the fifth pick? Uh, fourth <laughs> pick? <laughs> it's almost like you knew something. Uh, all right, Brock Bowers. Does he get by the Jets, the tight end from Georgia? I love I, had- I love him. I love him. Um, it's just, it's going to be hard to get by the narrative of top 10 tight ends, not moving the needle and the ability to find tight ends, um, in the, in day two, especially has been a sweet spot of finding really good tight ends. So, yeah. uh, it, he's going to have, he's going to have to, he's going to have that to work against. But to me, I think he's going to be one of those guys who's going to grade wise be all the way up there, but then teams are going to have to decide, okay, if I'm going to take, if I need a tackle, 
uh, a tackle and a tight end, what is the difference in the tackle I get in the second round versus the tight end I get in the second round? In other words, I think yeah. you could say the tackle's a premium. And it, it, this year we have more than most years, but they're all going to go. The top six or seven are going to go in the first round. So the tackles are going to be available there in the second round. There's a steep drop-off, whereas tight ends – um, even a not you know not a great tight end year, you can say okay, we can still get a starting caliber tight end in the second third round. You can do it every year. Uh, you know, I'm into the team building stuff. We we're, we own this soccer team in Mexico, minority ownership, and and just the off season is fascinating. How they want to build a team, what numbers they look at. So I saw an interesting thing the Ravens did, Daniel. How they've yeah. now valued linebacker and safety. Kyle Hamilton mm-hmm. and then um, the the linebacker, yeah, Roquan Smith right. and, and Patrick Queen, yeah, yeah. So those are two positions that have been. Kind of sort of devalued. It's all. Do you have an edge rusher? Do you have a cornerback? What's happening with McDonald and that defense? I mean, they they've been tremendous this year. I saw McDonald's getting uh, head coaching interviews. Yeah, I, I've I've been kind of pushing this narrative too uh, for a while because there's there's teams out there that just don't value that position. They either won't draft them high or they won't resign them uh, once they've they've had success. And the two exceptions to that is not just them. It's not just Baltimore. It's San Francisco. The two teams with one seeds have built their teams up the middle. Um, you look at Fred Warner and paying him and taking care of him. Drake Greenlaw, even though it wasn't a high pick, take care of him. Like they, they are really, really good uh, up the middle as well. Hafunga has been a has been a great player for them. Uh, but to me, the if you're talking about the team building aspect of it, uh, Jay, it's it's the Baltimore Ravens having worked there. Everybody gives lip service to it. It is best player available. It's not, well, you know, we have two tackles, so why do we need Jonathan Ogden? Well, let's play <laughs> Jonathan Ogden at guard for a year if we have yeah. to. He's the best player on the board. It's having, you know, you look at the tight ends that they've picked. They've, they, I think three times now, they've taken two tight ends in the same draft, and all three times the second one has been the elite mm. player. Um, but they don't, they don't, so many of these teams, like we're so close minded and like we need a corner, we're taking a corner. Well, you're taking a, a six, like on a grading scale, a six foot, uh, a six point four grade corner. You're taking him over a six point nine grade middle linebacker. Like, there's an elite player. Just take the elite players. You, eventually, you have so many elite players, you win games. Like, yeah, you yeah. figure the rest of it out. I like that. Uh, all right, we can wrap up here, uh, Daniel. I, I just I'm getting my phone's blowing up. I don't know if you're seeing it, but uh, what happened? It looks like Nick Saban is retiring, according to ESPN. Uh, you're nodding. Okay. I'm assuming you've heard this. I, well, I I was talking to somebody about this, that this uh, was what I heard over the weekend, and I asked somebody in Alabama about it, and he said he was alerted to be, uh, he was told to be on alert for the next two days, hmm. that something could go down in the next two days. So that's, yeah, there you go. That's that window. That's a, that's a pretty big shocker, I would say. <laughs> so the quite, let's do this real quick. Not we weren't planning on doing this, because I was talking to him, and I said Dan Lanning. By the way. I don't know that I would. I mean, it's the best job in college football, but you're following that guy. Yeah, I you mean, don't want to. It's like Belichick when he leaves. You don't want to be the guy. Like Vrabel doesn't want to follow Belichick. So Dan Lanning is. What's the connection with Dan Lanning and uh, and Saban or Alabama? Well, it's just kind of. All, I think he was under. He was under Kirby, obviously, and Kirby has the Alabama ties. I, I want to say Lanning was at Alabama for for a moment as well, but he's kind of viewed as somebody who's come through the Saban Kirby tree. Mm. Who's the young one? Who's the you know? He's kind of been he's like the the uh, chosen one here. And now at Oregon, he's Shoot. done a nice job of getting them. You know, took didn't what Mario he did just get that quarterback uh, Gabriel? Didn't he just get the star quarterback Gabriel he, from Oklahoma? Yeah, he's that not came he, in there. Oh, that would suck know. for that kid, huh? 
Yeah. Well, I guess you could back out, right? Or no? Or I don't know. I don't know what the rules are anymore, man. Are there rules? Maybe there are no rules. Now that (laughs) listen, that's a tough one for college football. So they go to the twelve team playoff, and now Harbaugh is going to leave. We all think. Yeah. And Nick Saban's out. That's kind of a big blow to the sport. Like I thought, Ryan Day. I don't know if you know him. Well, I thought somebody would kick the tires on him this off season. Like he's maybe sick of the crap at Ohio State. Yeah, I think if he'd have won that game, he would have. He would have. You know, catapulted off to the next level. You know, that's he'd a, have beaten Michigan and put, huh. put that to bed. I think he would have had that as a launching pad. You're right, man. Holy cow! Like my feet is just wow, wow, yeah. wow, wow. So I, yeah. So I, I, I ask I you am this a all the hurt, time. By the way, that you are somehow up on the news and not so uh, infatuated with our conversation. Well, I am, but then my phone just keeps buzzing, so I had to pick yeah. it up and look. I, I just want to ask yeah. the team building stuff. Obviously, you're going to get calls. Hey, man, can you come interview? Blah blah blah. Like, obviously, you have a great life out here on the West Coast and, and great jobs, plural, because in the media, you got to have more than one. Where are you on that mindset? Like, do you still like maybe or are you ready to uproot your family and go wherever? I have my, my youngest son is a sophomore in high school, so um, he's got two more years. And I feel like I've been afforded the luxury of having some perspective in life. And uh, and that's that's more precious to me. So um, I've got two more years and. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that ever happens. I love what I do, and you know, my dad told me a long time ago uh, some good advice, and he just said, "You know what? Don't ever leave happy trying to find happier." And I'm like, "It's a good point. Pretty happy right now. I've got a nice balance. I enjoy what I do. I love what I do, and uh, the various jobs that I have. But uh, you know, I don't ever fully. Everybody says the same thing, right? You don't ever fully close the door. You don't know what opportunities are going to come your way. Uh, but no, I'm. Uh, I'm not actively out there pursuing that." Yeah, I was pretty happy in Pennsylvania, and then Fox came knocking, and I was like, "Oh!" But my kids were you very, very young. Yeah, and now I'm out yeah, here. Well, your kids are a different place. That that, yeah. that changes because yeah. it's not just again, it's not just our happiness. You got you got your family that that uh, factors yeah. into that. A lot of people. All right, man. Hey, thanks for taking the time, and uh, good luck on the uh, Nick Saban stories this week. That'll be fun. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Here we go. Let's go. See you, buddy. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.